Ira, can you hear me? Yeah, Max, what's going on? Oh, how's it going, Ira? How's your Thanksgiving and your holidays? How's your good, holiday good. season going? Good. How about you? It's going pretty well, despite our Jets just going down the tubes as usual. 11 seasons in a row now, if you want to go even further than that, over probably 50 years from when even you were a kid. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard to believe. It's uh, really amazing. But, uh, man, oh, man, I, you know, I, I, I didn't expect them to win many games this year, but I didn't expect, you know, to this level of incompetency the way they're playing football. It's going backwards. Now, from when we talked last, do you feel as though that these judgments are right coming in from fans and experts saying that this is worse than gays? Well, I mean, I've even said it myself. Um, yeah, in many ways it is. In many ways it is because I understand it's a rookie coaching staff and it's a rookie quarterback. I get that. But at this stage of the game, they should have shown some sort of progress where they were a better team at the beginning of the season than they are now. Yeah. And then that, and that's scary. That's scary. At least with Gase, you know what? The, and I'm, I'm not making excuses. He was a horrible coach, too. <laughs> but the, the first year, they, they did go six. Or they won six out of seven down the stretch. I get that. Mm-hmm. And last year was just another disaster. But, you know, I, I think it's becoming a clearer picture that while the coaching for the last couple of years has been lackluster. That's I'm being uh, you know polite here. Um, I think Joe Douglas is. Uh, it's time to start getting a little heat on Joe Douglas. I agree. I've been saying this all along that they've been too, too easy about this guy. The media is finally getting on him. I was reading today that Joe Douglas is a GM. His record is five and twenty-four with this team. I think it's time to really get on him now. And I think we said this the last time that you called in was that he's going to really start spending money here for free agents once the noose starts tightening around his neck. I think the noose is on now. Oh, I totally agree with you. And, you know, to his credit, he does get trade value. You know, the Donald, the Adams, you know, whatever other moves, you know, he has acquired draft capital. But the problem is, you know, he's, really not turning those picks into players yet. No. I mean, basically now, I mean, you know how I felt about Mimby all along. Yeah. Um, basically, that whole first draft is pretty much wiped out except for Bryce Hall. Respecting is going to be an average player at best. Yeah, and I heard he's um, put on a lot of weight during his injury too, which is very scary. That's really scary. And so, so that whole draft looks like a bust. This draft, you know, he hit on Tucker, he hit on Moore. Um, Carter, the running back, Carter, DB, you know, they're all, you know, they seem like players. But the big question is, you know, did he blow the pick on the quarterback? And it's way too early to to say that. But I'm starting to get some major concerns. I am too. And I was thinking... Because we wanted Zach Wilson, and I know oh, yeah, we're, we're always the first to admit when we're wrong, of course. And I don't mind eating the crow because we wanted Sam Darnold out right, of here. Of course. But now that you have all this draft capital, should we do what Arizona did and look for another quarterback or even a veteran that's out there? Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo or another quarterback that may be on the trade market. Should we head in that? Because I just want the drought to end. I want to win. No, I know, but you know what? Douglas is going to stick with his plan about this rebuilding. You know, he's he's not going to do what McCagnan did in 015. Yeah. You know, he's not going to get a bunch of 30 yards here so they could go, you know, nine and eight next year and maybe skip the playoffs and then it'll all fall apart the year after. He's going to stick with his plan. But with that said, 
I don't think we're going to learn much more from Zach Wilson these next four games. You know, the Dolphins, Bills, and Bucks will have good defenses. The Jaguars, who knows what's going to happen with that game. So I think at the end of the year, you're not going to really know what Zach Wilson is going into next year. And with that said, um, you know, I want somebody that's going to come in here, you know, that's a great above Joe Flacco that could come in here that, you know what, if Wilson struggles over the summer, um, I'm okay turning the range over to a veteran quarterback and let the kids sit. I agree. And and that's something that you strongly made a point about on the radio and all along was that you wanted the veteran quarterback to be in here because Zach Wilson, he didn't look ready in camp. I remember you saying that there were issues of concern and you see it's happening now. Yep. And and, and that's the scary part, you know, and, and even though he, you know, I, I thought he was up and down in camp and struggle is probably not the right word, but I'll use it. He's, he was a better player in the summertime than he is now. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I, I think he's lost his confidence and it's starting to affect his play on the field. I agree. And once that sense, once that sets in mentally, uh, they got a major overhaul to do with this kid in the off season. And that's on them, man, because they, they definitely rolled the dice starting this kid from week one. And it was the wrong way to go. I don't like that the fan base and just the media has turned on him because he hasn't even played a full season. You got to look at it, the injury with the PCL injury that he had this season. He hasn't even played a full season of football and we're making him out to be the scapegoat when Salah, you have CJ Mosley admitting that they weren't even ready for Minshew. So this coach doesn't even have his defense ready. Who knows how he has his offense prepared because the defense isn't even prepared and that's his strong suit. That's right. No, I agree with you. It's funny. I just got done watching the tape of the game from yesterday. And the defense did play hard, but once again, you know, they, they missed assignments. They weren't setting the edge. You, you know the final statistics. I mean, I had, a, I had a huge problem. I don't know if you heard me on the radio this week. I said, you know what? Even if you lose to the Saints, they're a one-dimensional team without a quarterback. You have to make sure if you're going to lose to the Saints, it's through the air. You can't let them run the ball. And they chipped away, chipped away slowly, two yards, two yards, 10 yards, two yards, two yards, 15 yards. And at the end of the day, they ran for over 200 yards, and then they had the ball for 40 minutes. And that, that was, that, that's bad. That's a bad reflection on the players, and it's, a, it's, it's worse for the coaches. It really is, and if you think about it, too, with Zach Wilson going 19 for 42 yesterday, all the drop passes, I get that Corey Davis is out, Moore is out, the top receivers are out for this team, but these are NFL receivers. They should be making some sort of catches, so you really can't tell if Zach Wilson is really regressing because everyone's dropping his passes, but you also see these short plays where he's missing these guys short. That's right, and you know what? On some of these throws, they should have held on to the ball. I get that. He should have had four or five more uh, completions. But, you know, like the the, uh, the short pass to Griffith, you know, when he was scrambling around, he threw it into the dirt. He threw one into the dirt with Berrios. You know, he, he was high on Keenan Cole a couple of times. Um, it's just and, – and his footwork is starting to look sloppy, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's where it starts. You know, if a quarterback's footwork is not right, it, 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 there's problems. And, you know, you saw with Sam, and then you're starting to see it again with Zach now. And um, it's just like I said, I, I listen, I'm still all in on the Zach Wilson. I would I draft him all over again. I'm not even doubting drafting him. It's the way they've handled him up until now. 
and they think they're going to just ride it through. And let's just hope, you know, in the off season, you know, they could turn this kid around and start from, you know, start it all over. But it's almost a wasted year. Yeah. What? What is? Because you were hoping to go into next year with okay, they had a nice draft. You know, you got a good foundation. Um, you made some progress. Maybe you win four or five games. But now the quarterback's going into a second year. You expect more. But I feel like he's going into next year and he's a rookie. Yeah, I do. He's regressed so much. And it, it, if you remember at the beginning of the season when he was playing the Titans, these games early on, he was throwing bombs down the field. Right, but the, but what he was doing also against the Titans was, you know, you know he, he gets outside the pocket and, you know, he improvises these plays. He's okay doing that. But just sitting in the pocket and, and making reads and reading defenses and looking for the open guys, he just doesn't he just he doesn't see it right now and and, and, and that's I think part of the problem. And now it's like I said, I think it's to hurt his confidence. And you know, with all the other issues, you know, it's just you know, the running game has been lackluster, you know, the offensive line actually played better than I thought they would. They they've actually I think the offensive line is probably the most improved group. Um, on this football team going, you know, as the season has gone on. Oh, and I agree with you on that because if you think about it, we were killing Connor McGovern and Greg Van Rotener at the earlier the season because they were just not giving any time to Zach Wilson when he was under center for this team. But it's improved drastically. And hopefully they can build upon that going into next year. And it's always insane because they mentioned yesterday that the Jets are eliminated from the playoffs. Realistically, we were eliminated in September when we saw some of these games, and it gets tiring when you have to start looking at the draft classes so early. Do you think that the the, the Jets go all defense in the first round? Because I feel as though that's where Sal is going to be heading. I would think so. You know, I mean, if you look at the current roster right now, Marcus May, of course, is gone. I don't yeah. know if he's going to bring Joyner back. So you probably Ashton Davis is, is horrible. Oh. So you know they need two safeties realistically. They need at least one corner. They're probably going to need two linebackers. They still need an edge rusher. So you know you you potentially between free agency and the draft, you're probably looking at a good five to maybe seven new starters on defense next year. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And and another thing, too, with the offense is I think it's time that we get a tight end. I mean, we've only been talking about this for over a year now. <laughs> I know. I know. You know, Mickey Shuler's probably, well, actually, I was a big Dustin Keller fan. And then I used to take a lot of flack for it. But you know what? He, he was a productive tight end. And, you know, if, if if Wilson had one right now, it would sure make his life a lot easier, I can tell you that. If he had a George Kittle, he certainly would be because that's a security blanket. And I was looking at the, the free agent class for these tight ends. Zach Ertz is a free agent. Jared Cook is a free agent. And Gesicki from the Dolphins. Is there any names that you're eyeing that you want for a tight end? Because I think they should really go all out on one. You know, actually, you know, I haven't done my homework on free agency yet or even the draft. I'm just, my, my, my head's not into it. I, you know, not right now. You know, it's like week after week getting blown out, knowing what's coming in the off season. I'm just not mentally prepared for that <laughs> to start thinking that way. But, um, yeah, he's going to spend money. You know he's going to spend money because he's going to have to. Of course, I think, I think his, his job is going to be on the line next year because if Wilson doesn't show anything next year and they have another four or five win season, um, I, I think all bets are off next year. 
You know what's really interesting, and it kind of proves that Joe Douglas really hasn't done much for this team besides the draft capital. I agree with that with Jamal Adams, Sam Darnold, 100%. I still think he should pull off a big trade similar to DeAndre Hopkins and Stephon Diggs and getting a big-time player that way. But when you read online that the Jets are going to have $208 million in cap space to spend in this offseason, you start to think to yourself, what are they doing with the money they have now? <laughs> what are they doing with that money all along? I know it, it, it's insane to think about, but um, and I think the cap. I've heard they may even go up another twenty-five yeah. million. So it, 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 they're going to have plenty of money to spend. It's just are they going to spend it on? Are they going to get more Tremaine Johnson? Oh. Or are they going to actually? Or are they going to actually find players who could play? Or, or are they going to pay players like John Franklin Myers, who uh, play well until they get paid, then they forget how to play football? <laughs> Well, okay, well, you know, you got a big one with Quinn and Williams, you know, do you, uh, do you lock him up to a big contract, do you make him play, I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's going to be so many questions that have to be answered this offseason, and, and, and the thing here is, and I, I bought into Joe Douglas, and, you know, I, I'm not closing a book on the guy right now, but he's got to prove to me now that he's the right guy. See, in the beginning, I thought he was the right guy to run the organization. Now I have doubt, and he has to prove it to me. I did too. As soon as he was brought over from the Eagles organization, seeing what he did with that team, I was confident. I said, this guy's going to help turn the Jets right around here, make great moves, and he, he, he really hasn't. Just as besides the draft, the, the trade capital that he's gotten through the draft from the trades that he's made, but besides that, he really hasn't done much, and I think the media is starting to get on his case now, and I, I think he's going to start spending. I just hope he doesn't go so gung-ho to be like Mike McCagnin and just give everything away to players that didn't even pan out. And we're talking about Tremaine Johnson and Le'Veon Bell and these players that he brought in that never panned out. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get to that extent. Um, it's really going to depend on, on Woody. You know, is he going to let us go really crazy? I don't think I, – I, I think one thing about Douglas, I think he's going to stay true to who he, what he really believes in. And he'll probably spend more than he would. he's comfortable with spending. But I, I think he's going to try to avoid paying B players A money. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're right on that. Is there any players that you're eyeing in the draft that you want? There is Stingley, the cornerback out of LSU, even though I do have flashbacks of Jamal Adams. But he's the number one cornerback in the draft. Would you take him? Um, yeah, if he's the high, highest rated player on my board, yeah. I mean, they're going to be in position, you know, in that first round. They're going to, they should get two quality starters. And, you know, whether it's an edge rusher, whether it's Stingley, you know, well, you know, maybe they get a center in the second round. Um, I, 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 I would say, you know, once again, you know, we're, we're way too early on this and we don't even know what they're going to do in free agency. But I, if I had a, a crystal ball, I would say three of the first four picks will be for defensive players. I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't be surprised. And what really makes me bitter is that the Patriots apparently just rebuild only within one year, and they're, here they are. They're going to be winning the division here. <laughs> well, see, that, well, see, that's the other issue that really bothers me a lot. I mean, regardless of what happens with the Jets, even if they get everything right, and let's say let's say they hit a, a grand slam, and they they hit the free agency, they hit the draft. The Wilford comes back; he's got his head screwed on right. He's the quarterback we think he is. But look where the Bills and the Patriots are right now. This, this, even if everything goes perfect for the Jets, 
they're not ready to compete with those two teams. No. They're not. Those two teams are way ahead of them at this point. No. And we didn't even mention the Dolphins. Oh, and they're really on the rise, too. And we forget about them because they were on a bye week. But Tua Tugavaiola, I mean, he's heavily slept on. He's actually playing better now when people experts were saying, oh, he's he's not that great of a quarterback. He's showing his arm strength now. I would I would take him. <laughs> I don't know what everyone else is seeing right now. but And what Jalen Waddell is doing down there, too. So the Jets really have a lot to do this offseason. They, they really do. And it's. Man, you know, I, I, I just I think back all the years with this organization, and this is really one of the worst teams ever put together. It yeah. really is. It's unwatchable. From top to bottom. From, from top to bottom. Players, coaches. It just, I mean, it, and, and you know what? It's the same story week after week. You know, it doesn't matter the opponent. It doesn't matter the game situation. It's the same stupid penalties. It's the same mismanagement of the clock. It's, it's the mental mistakes. It's preparation. They never seem, if you watch from week one against Carolina to yesterday afternoon, you do not see the Jets attack offensively or defensively to the weaknesses of the opponents. No. And that, that's a big issue. That's a big issue. No. You're right. You don't. And this coach... <laughs> I mean, I get that he gets all fired up at the referees, but he's got to show a little more energy towards these players. And how do you feel about his lack state of being a coach? Because I remember we talked about the comparisons between him and Joe Judge at the beginning of the season, and Judge isn't panning out for the Giants either. Well, listen, you know, what what we see outside, you know, we see you know, coaches talk, we see them react on the field. We don't know what's going on inside the building. But, you know, right now, you know, there's a lot to lot not to like about Salah at this point. You know, it's, it's almost like, yeah, I'll give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. At training camp, I think Salah did an excellent job. Him, him and his staff were tackling drills. They, they were wrapping up the tackling dummies. They were teaching technique. But yet in the games, the Jets are like leading the league in missed tackles. So, so... They, teach, they they taught it right. The players seem to execute it right in practice. But for some reason or another, it doesn't get done in the game. It's like the, the, the players tune out the coaches. And I feel bad for you for going to these games and that you have to put up with this every week and week, week in and week out. It's the same thing. And just the press conferences are just... It's always all, we're going through a rough slump. This is the crappy time. It will get better. Well, when is better? That's what I want to know. When is better? Well, I've heard that. I've heard that for 10 years now. Actually, probably for 50 years I've heard that for, you know. But, you know, except for a run here or a run there. Um, You know, I I guess at some point it's going to get better. But with this group, you know, prove it to me. You know, that's, that's where I am. You know, just, you know. I, I, I have concerns about the the whole operation I have concerns with, but I'll back them. I'll support them, but they got to prove it to me now. Of course, right now I have a lot of doubts. I do too. I, I don't know what's going to happen and what's going to take. I think we may beat the Jaguars, but I think we're going to lose the out of the last four games. We're going to lose three of them. I, I, I would agree with you, but I just, before I called you, I, I read that the Dolphins, Maybe without any running backs this weekend. Oh wow! It looks like all, all three of their running backs they just released were put in their COVID protocol. 
So they're actually working out Lamar Miller because they have no running backs for, for this week. Now, if so, the Jets lose with lose and the Dolphins don't have any running backs, I mean, the, the papers and the fans are really going to go ballistic, I think. Well, also the Jets. Uh, there are COVID now. protocols. Justin Hardy, mm-hmm. I saw. Well, well also, they're, they're in virtual now yeah. for the rest of the week. Yeah. So, so they got an issue going on right now. So I don't know what to expect this Sunday, but... Um, you know, once again, you know, it's it, it, it's this was all about the quarterback this year, and right now, and unless something drastically changes, I don't think we're going to get the answer by the end of the year. No, I was wishing and hoping to see some progress this year, and you really didn't. It, it scares me when you hear these things going on where they hired one of his development coaches mid-season to help him gain his fundamentals back. That kind of bothered me. Of course it bothered me too. I mean, how many, you know, how many guys got to be in this kid's ear? You know, maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe he's hearing it from, I mean, I'm sure they're all on the same page, but, you know, he's hearing it from LaFleur. He's hearing it from Calabrese, Cavanaugh, now Beck. I mean, you know, you know, maybe the kid's confused. Who knows? It's insane where this team is heading. There's no progress at all. I'm hoping we see something by the end of the season because I don't know what's going to happen. And do they? I, well, I think you're right. I think Douglas is going to stick with his rebuild plan. But I, there's something, because I just want to win so bad as a Jet fan, and I'm sure you do too. You really want to win. Of course. I would of love, course. If, if, we, if we're certain that Zach Wilson isn't the answer, I think now would be the time if there's an opportunity to get a great quarterback via trade. I think to do it with the draft, some of the draft picks, if you can, but it depends on which quarterback it is. Because I want to win. I want the quarterback drought to end now. I, I really yeah, do. I, I'm not. I, no, I, I I respect your opinion. I just yeah. can't go down that road there right now. To me, you, you got to stick with Wilson, and, and you know, you could have that argument after next season. Yeah. But you know, if 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 we're looking for a quarterback after next year, the guy picking a quarterback's not going to be Douglas, and the guy coaching the quarterback's not going to be uh, Sala. No. And I got the NFL Network on and showing the highlights of Taylor running that 80-yard and 90-yard touchdown against the Jets on that Thursday night game. <laughs> Another horror show. The, the, the defense, it, you know, as much as we're disappointed in, in the quarterback, the defense is just historically bad. They're really it, disappointing. It really, really is. Because the, de- really the Jets is. are always known for their defense, and they always put up a fight, and they always have a decent defense. This year, it's just nothing. It's just one gaping hole. It, 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 it's really, it's brutal. It really is brutal. But, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be some changes on the coaching staff on the defense. and some couple. I don't like to call for people's jobs, but, you know, they finish off like this, you know, some some heads are going to roll. You know, mm-hmm. Woody Johnson is not going to be happy to bring them all back. It's not happening. No, and I think there's going to be some major changes. And, and I do agree with you on the point of keeping Wilson because we did draft them. It's just, you know, I want to win, and I, I get that. Yeah. It's frustrating, of course. You it know, is. you're going to have a couple of, you know, premier quarterbacks on the market, but, you know, you can't, you can't go down that road. No. It's just you'd be – you know, the games, the uh, the fans, and, you know, I, I understand people get frustrated, but like yesterday, there was like nobody in the building. The Ugh. place was half empty, and by the middle of the third quarter, there were 
people were leaving. They, they, they had enough. I, I don't know what it's going to take for this team to to get to that next level where we could talk about playoffs again because now I'm feeling as though we may not even get the playoffs next year. Oh, they're not getting the playoffs no. next year. Don't be ridiculous. No. There's no way. There's no way. This team... At, at, at the very best, is two years away from really making a playoff run. Horrible. It, it really is. And you, do you know? Do you know the opponents they have next year? Who do they play next year exactly? Okay. Well, of course you got the division games, right? Yes. So the 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 NFC game that's that seventeenth game. Mm-hmm. They play the last place finisher of the NFC West, which should be Seattle. So they're going to Seattle. Ugh. <clears throat> They're in Green Bay and in Minnesota. They got the Bears and the Lions at home. They're at Pittsburgh and at Cleveland. They got the Bengals and the Ravens at home. Um, and and they got a trip to the West Coast for the last place finisher in the AFC West. That's a tough schedule. Ugh. And and it seems as though the worse we do, the harder the games get. <laughs> of course, I know, I know. You know why? It's because teams seem to get it right and get better, where we're kind of stagnant, and it's just like it, it's 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 a, a wash and rinse and wash, wash and rinse, however you want to say it, or recite. It just it just continuously gets you know washed, rinsed out, and and you got to rewash it. Yep. It, 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 it's it's not good. It no. really isn't good. You know, it, you know, I, you know. I'd love to say keep the faith. You know, don't give up. Hang in there. But you know, that's getting old. You know, even with even with somebody like me, you know, it, it, I try to. It, it's hard to be. You know, it's hard to think positive when when you the last ten years have been just awful football, Ugh. horrible. Horrible years just with this football team, and then then you have the Rex Ryan and Robert Sala going on it, going at it, in arguments against each other. And Rex Ryan's last years weren't pretty either, if we can recall. Those were some terrible years. No, they they, they the last year was a four and twelve. Yeah. I think last year, but but he was set he was set up for failure by yeah. him because he wanted his own coach. But the year before that, he finished eight and eight. But yeah, but it's interesting you bring that up because. Now, we all know how these quarterbacks' careers played out. But you take Sanchez and his rookie year. You take Donald, his rookie year. You take Geno. I mean, all three of those quarterbacks, they finished strong the last month of the season. They did. You're not going to probably have – you're not going to say that about Zach Wilson over no. the next four or five – you know, starting with yesterday, you're not going to say that. No. You know? And, and and what is it, does it all come down to? Is that the Jets took quarterbacks and maybe had potential that might should have been better, and by the time they were done with them, their careers were done. And we've had conversations about Sanchez that he really could have been the starter for this franchise for years, oh, years to come. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Even his rookie year, which is his numbers weren't that great. You can never take away what he accomplished in no. the playoffs. And I, I hate when people say that Sanchez was just an average quarterback and he was horrible because it, there was so much history there that he was able to accomplish and going on the road and beating these legendary quarterbacks and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and just what he accomplished. And if Tom Brady, on, that came was, in Foxborough. He, he was 4-2 and two in two seasons in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
He outplayed many, many. He basically outplayed Roethlisberger. They just came up short. Philip Rivers. He right. He, he, he beat Carson Palmer. He outplayed Brady. I mean, six playoff game. Now, I understand the supporting cast and the team was better. But when do you think the next conversation we're going to have about a Jet quarterback that just played six playoff games? I hope it's with Wilson, but I, <laughs> I really well, well, do. Did, I mean, realistically, is it coming in the next three to four years? Probably not. No. no. I don't see it you that know, way. No, neither do I. Neither do I. I think they're, they're, they're stuck and you just you just got to hope. You know, if you want to think positive, you just got to hope that Douglas and his staff gets this offseason right and that coaching staff, maybe they learn from their mistakes this off, you know, this season and they start to put it together next year. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. But I got to I got to hope for it. I mean, you, you got to have some type of hope going into next year. Yeah, I agree. And, and plays like, you know, what really bothered me was the play against the Texans when he threw the ball to Ty Johnson. And Ty Johnson is just, I don't know, can he ever catch a pass from Zach Wilson? Ty Johnson, that back oh interception, God. that back interception. That's just, they were calling that the cousin of the butt fumble. And it's just, all these plays are only, they only happen on the Jets. They really do. I'm- how about the, how about the grounding yesterday with Zach Wilson? How bad of a play was that? Uh, when he just threw it to the left side. Uh. Now, now in Wilson's defense, he threw a beauty of a pass on fourth down to Berrios. He did, you know. It, that, but you see, that's what's so frustrating. So you know the kid has the talent. You know he has the talent. But do. do we have the right staff to get the most out of the talent? That's that's the thing. And I think the, what you said before is Woody Johnson getting rid of some coaching and staff during the offseason here. I think that's coming. Oh, it's definitely coming. You know, I, I think 100% that's coming. I wouldn't be surprised if the defensive coordinators change, and I'd say maybe three or four of his assistants go. It would not surprise me at all. I mean, somebody, you know, like I said, I, 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 you know, I don't like calling for people's jobs, but somebody's got to pay for this. I agree. And and the fans, you really got to feel for the fans and fans. Just not even my, myself. I mean, you, someone that's been a fan for over fifty years, that has watched this team nonstop, and just there's just the fans have nothing to cheer for, and that's just it's gut wrenching when you've been so invested for so long. I, I I had so many people that I know for years in the stadium that sit near me that told me they're not renewing their tickets. And they've been there for years going back to Shea Stadium. I was talking with Beningo last night. We sat and we figured this out. Since 1970, if our math was right, Mm -hmm. okay, since 1970, that's 51 years, all right? Out of those 51 seasons, they've had 22 seasons of 10 losses or more. That's almost half. Yeah. That's not good. No. And it goes with the ownership. It just runs back to so many lines. It's just the way this franchise has been run for years and years. And I don't know. And anytime I ask anyone about the Johnsons, they always say that they they want to win. And of course, they do want to win. They yeah. just don't know how. Yeah, they don't know how. Woody Woody got really lucky as an owner. 
you know, he took over a team that Parcells got back on the map. They were, you know, they just came short a couple of Super Bowl appearances. And, you know, he hit it, you know, Al Gore fell apart. But then he brings in Herm and he has Mangini and he got wrecked. So, you know, his first 10 years of ownership, 10, 11 years, you know, he had five, six playoff appearances. They had a couple of AFC championship appearances. But then ever since that Victor Cruz play, they haven't recovered. No, that Christmas play. <laughs> that was it. I mean, think about it. Ever since that play, it's all, it's all gone south, except for, the, except for the 2015 season, you know, which was, you know. The Buffalo heart crush. Yeah, which was another debacle that turned out to be, you yeah. know. You know, and, you know, we're probably going to be going up to Buffalo the last week of the season. The Bills are going to need that game for a playoff spot or a oh. playoff positioning. I don't think that's going to be pretty. I don't think we're going to do to the Bills what they, they did, did to us. I would love to get some revenge on them. I would. Yeah, but don't don't hold your breath on it. No. Ugh. Are you going to be in Buffalo? You're going to be going to the rest of these games? Well, actually, believe it or not, I'm supposed to go to Miami this weekend. But I, you know, it, 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 it's a little game and a little beach and sun. But the forecast right now, it looks like three or four days of straight rain. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, uh, you know, I'm going to wait till Thursday. And if the forecast doesn't change, I'm probably going to kill the uh, Miami trip. Mm-hmm. The, the Buffalo trip, my flight got canceled and I've yet to rebook. And, you know, if you know, things continue the way they are, chances are I'm not going to go. Yeah. Now, is this because besides that, do you think that you're going to you'll be going every game next year, right? No, no, actually, I think I'm going to, it's not what it used to be. You know, the traveling, you know, the flights are, are limited now. Um, it's it, it just games that would end, you, you, I mean, one o'clock games over four o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, you would book a 6.30, 7 o'clock flight with no problem. But now games are over 4.15, 4.20, 4.30, you know, different security at the airports, you know, now with COVID, every, you know, the whole world has changed. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to pick and choose my games next year. You know, I'll do the New England trip. You know, I hope to get to Green Bay. I'll get to Miami. Um, you know, I'll pick one of the two, Cleveland or Pittsburgh, but I mean, it's going to be, you know, I'm going to just take it one at a time because uh, I can't plan it the way I used to. We're living in a different world right now. Yeah, and I hope that you and your family are safe during these times because COVID, with the new variant that's out there, it's still it's still going on out here, which is insane. And we're going on three years of COVID nineteen now, and I hope something changes. I really do, just to get back to some sense of normalcy in this country. Well, yeah, no, I know it, it's really crazy, and the NFL or what I read before I called you, thirty seven players and staff tested positive today Ugh. around the league. You know, and they said the hardest hit were the Jets, Washington, and I forget who the third team was. So, you know, it, 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 and that's what people being vaccinated. Yeah. So it's um, not good. No. It's not a good good thing. And, you know, you know, besides the football stuff, just, you know, us and the country is, you know, we, you know, somehow, some way, we got to figure this out to, to deal with this because, um, you know, the numbers are going up again. And 
I don't know. I, I, I you know, I, I certainly don't have the answers. And like you said, I just hope your family and hopefully my family and everybody else's family just stay safe, be smart, and uh, hopefully we just get through this. Yeah, I'm hoping sooner than later and just keeping the, the hope and hope alive here for the country and, and for the Jets. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's it. That's it. You know, uh, maybe if the Jets, you know, stop four or two next year, maybe everything will go away. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, Ira, is there anything else you would love to let the audience know, the listeners know, anything that you want to speak about? Oh, we didn't talk real quickly. We didn't talk about the kicking situation. Oh, they, yes, yes. <laughs> Amendola I mean, and all that. Oh, my goodness. You know, he started off so great, maybe not as a field goal kicker, but, you know, he took over the punting situation, you know, in, in, in the opener of Carolina because man got hurt. That's right. And, and you know, we said, oh, look at this guy. He's a preacher punt. He can kick field goals. And, and all of a sudden, about 12 kickers later, we end up with Pinheiro. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he goes three for three yesterday. So maybe, maybe, maybe we finally found a kicker. Who knows? We'll find out in Miami. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping maybe we found that finally replacement for Nick Folk because Nick Folk will always go. be well, that great kicker. There you go. Well, hope, listen, I'm putting my fingers crossed. I hope the weather changes for the upcoming weekend in Miami. And uh, hopefully I'll be there. But if it stays with rain, um, unfortunately, I'll be sitting at home watching. Yeah. And, and I hope that the forecast does change so you can get out there, enjoy the sun too, get away from this cold weather that we're experiencing right now and go enjoy that sunny and warm weather and hopefully a, a Jets win, or if not a Jets win, some progress because that's what we really want to see. There you go. There you go. From your lips are going to you. Yes. <laughs> have a great holiday season, a healthy one, and happy new year, everybody. You too, Ira. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your night. All right. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Yeah. Bye.